0: Good afternoon, everybody. It's me, Cannabis Industry Larry Tom, with another episode of Cannabis Legalization News. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have another big Sunday because Biden said something last week, and it is continuing to unfold. Uh, So we have many follow-up stories on his uh, executive action that he's taking on, the which may be rescheduling, of uh, Cannabis' schedule under the Controlled Substances Act. Joining us from normal is Jax James. We have a whole list of stories to get to before we get to the actual podcast remember you can find our link tree down there in the description comments if you want to get in touch with us and while you're down there smash those likes leave us a comment and of course uh, consider joining as a member of our channel they have just added some new levels to the membership so check those out as well and now let's get to the main story of the week uh, more of the fallout from the biden news from last week Jax, thank you for joining us in Cannabis Legalization News, where uh, we kind of explain the cannabis laws uh, so that you, and by you, I mean our audience, can change them. Uh, What do you do? uh, it's, It's very similar. I've been a member of Normal for many years now. And what do you do at Normal?
1: Well, I am Normal State Policy Manager, so I work with chapters across the country and in states where we don't have chapters to enact policy through the legislature or the ballot initiative process to enact change so that we can decriminalize for those few states that still don't have medical marijuana, get that locked in, and then also make sure that we have legalization continuing to expand across the country. We've got some exciting election items coming up on the ballot in five different states and um, quite a few different localities, so I'm doing some targeted stuff with them, uh, but I've been with Normal since I started volunteering back in 2005 with Texas Normal, so nice, <laughs>
2: I didn't realize you were a national part. I always knew you were Texas. I didn't know you were a national. Nice.
1: Oh, so yeah. You know, I was executive director, and still am, of Texas Normal for many years. Volunteered nice. uh, with them until... Uh, 2015 when I came on as staff as the executive director but in this last year National reached out to me and they said hey um you know we really could use someone and we think that you would be great for the position and I was like okay
2: (laughs) right
0: (laughs) I think I can do this I can legalize professionally Mm. get paid to help legalize it okay Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, you know, I'm glad that you're also involved in the national normal because we do have a lot of national news, and it's because it was such a big story. And so uh, many of our stories has to do with uh, the data that came out. So the federal report details who's impacted by Biden's marijuana pardon act, state by state guide. This was from a few days ago over at Marijuana Moment and giving them a shout out. But uh, yeah. yeah they really mm-hmm. are they really are and then they they just they have some tweets that they have there was an interesting chart of you know here's all the federal uh convicted uh of then it's this 21 usc eight no actually it's a section marker 844 um and that's essentially the controlled substances act i believe mm-hmm. uh not that i'm a federal criminal lawyer i'm not uh, but you can see a lot of them uh in the south look at that look at the arizona
1: surprised. Surprised.
0: <laughs> oh yeah
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, what's going on in the eastern half of Virginia? Is that just because that's where the federal authorities are? Oh, you could know, be. That's, uh, that's I mean,
1: question.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're just resting. Everybody just to keep that barrier, but like. Wow, I mean, I mean so yeah. those
1: border states clearly a lot of that is a lot of the operations that they that they run probably near the border, which I don't know if you guys have been following the Operation Lone Star absolute fallout. No,
2: <laughs> it's, no. It's, what's, what's the Operation, Operation
0: Lone Star fallout?
1: Okay, so Operation Lone Star is like Governor Abbott's big. Border effort, and essentially, he's like, We have stopped all these millions of X, Y, and Z, and like he's basically padding it with minor marijuana charges.
2: Oh my god,
1: act like he's stopping some big flow of of something over the border. I'm like,
2: Well, Jack, you're in Texas. I mean, because I I live in Arizona and I got family in Texas, and I'm from California. Like, do you ever wake up and go, Oh my god, I'm so Immigrants are coming across and, and and killing our babies. I mean, the, this whole bullshit conversation about the border is bullshit, right? Like,
1: I have never had that experience. <laughs> I the the closest um, experience I could share is that I do have friends that live down by the border and some people who have been crossing over have been oh, yeah. stuff in some of their storage containers mm-hmm. and different spots on their ranch, but. And I can see how that would feel like an invasion oh, yeah. right? But there's—I yeah. don't know of anyone who's been violently impacted personally.
2: But like the focus of like the the border conversation, because when I lived in Tucson, it, it, it was so frustrating. This was pre-medical versus even recreational in Arizona, where they would find magically 50, twenty tons of fucking weed in the middle of the desert, but no meth. No, like how, how, all these weed arrests were magically happening in the middle of the desert. But where's the the all the the you know the, the real bad stuff? Where was the heroin bust? a lot of that was just you know just diversion for like the real drug trade and and i I think that's our our issue in america right we have i was thinking about today you know about like substances like i drink coffee every day so you know what we need to teach like the kids and each other is like substance use and then the versions of substance abuse right like that's this big dividing argument we have here in in the country and you know it's, it's simple we just need to teach each other and understand how like Substances are like, yes, well, we coffee. We need to be
1: responsible with ourselves. Yeah. And we need to have education on what we're putting into our body and we need to know what it is. We need to mm-hmm. absolutely know what it is. And the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, you can have, you can be addicted to caffeine or heroin. You know, there yeah. are a lot of addiction issues and we don't want to slight that in any way. People need valid help with that. But there's yeah. also people who have, um, "Quote unquote healthy relationships with different plant-based medicines, and you know, I, I don't, I don't see any problem with that as long as you're not hurting anyone, and as long as you know, like you're letting children wait until they are grown. We do not, you know, condone people under the age of eighteen.
2: Oh no, you know, you're kids
1: of things unless it's a medical use. You know, here in Texas, yeah. kids can use it um, for certain medical conditions and. Arguably, that's safer than some pharmaceuticals, right? That they exactly. work,
0: So, yeah, no, I mean, Factually and data-based, I'd say. And then let's let's break down some more of the numbers from yeah. the main story of the week. Uh, how we many uh, convicts? <laughs> Look at that. Uh, you're talking that 6,577 U.S. citizens have committed the covered offense that, um, according to this is USCC, that is the U.S. Sentencing Commission, their data that they released in the wake of... Uh, joe biden's executive action pardoning these convicts it's hundred seventy-seven of them and then they break it down a little bit more 1 122 cases involved what they call as residents slash legal uh alien offenders that may explain the uh the map that we were seeing there with the border states having um, sure. a lot of uh aspects to it but that's just not all that many you know i mean that many people. Here's a breakdown of them, you know, social equity, for example, says 41.3% are white, 31.8% are Hispanic and 23.6% are black. So white people are understated by about 10 ish percent. And then Hispanics and black are also overstated by approximately 10 ish percent. But look at that, the gender breakdown. Now, uh, it is predominantly men that are arrested and convicted for at least one you know, count of this 21 U.S.C. Section 844 involving marijuana for these past 30 fiscal years, 1992 through 2001.
2: I, I think the big question, you know, overall with this big statement, and I'm sure, Jacks, so you guys, everybody's been, what, what, what is simple possession? What, what, is, what, is, what is it, Mr. President? Like, what was your intention when you said this simple possession? You know, are you a store owner? Are you a farmer? Are you a, a concentrate guy? You know, there's all these different avenues that are now just fundamentally business. It's uh weird. What is it, man? Yeah. I mean, it's unfair,
1: well, right? To have someone be sitting in jail for something. Someone else is making a lot of money for.
2: Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. But I can, I can pull up because they, they provide the statute specifically. So I can pull up 21 Sweet. USC 844 and then say, okay, well, there it is. Um, and, it's, you know it's pretty straightforward. so it's this uh, present this area of the federal code. Uh, and so I the gov.info is probably the official one, but law.cornell.edu is position one. take that. So they have good SEO. Uh, yes. And then they just explain to you what this this is right here it says uh, nine grams I see. so nine grams is that's a Where's marijuana? I'll just do a quick find for marijuana. Mary. Where's the M R J? guess okay, marijuana H. does not actually appear well, at all.
1: The THC full.
0: THC?
2: Yeah. THC also does not appear. Not saying you We're got to spell it with an, an H. One. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I, it I, is part
2: small now. Well, Schedule. Well. Uh, not it, 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 oh, just overall.
0: Under yeah. subchapter, yeah, or any drug changeable law. Uh, so it's, it's in here. And I, of course, I've never read it because it's criminal, federal criminal law. Mm-hmm. I, I make referrals in these instances. Well, but yeah, that's, I, that's... Go ahead, man. Well, that's the statute. That's how you can find out what it is. And then it, I'll give you that link so you can spend some time on that rabbit
2: hole. <laughs> isn't every pothead a, a, a lawyer? Like, I thought every, like... No. You know, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like a home... What do you call it? Like a jailhouse lawyer? You know, every, every person's like, you know, I know my... Which is essential. You know, how many other alcoholics... Well, like, here are, in
1: Texas there are some lawyers who you guys might be familiar with who they um, do like musical renditions to help people learn about marijuana law. Oh yeah. I saw one of them was don't eat your weed because it's a third degree felony.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> so, my goodness.
1: You know, it's a lot of people don't understand those types of things, you know, in Texas concentrates our first degree state jail felony.
0: Wow. And, uh, and, and, Governor Abbott wants to keep it that way, because yes. last week we reported on. Yes. And the next story that we have is about Kentucky's governor, because that was point two of Biden's uh, three point plan was calling on the governors. And so, so what listen, does Abbott do?
1: Governor Abbott, prior to Biden doing this, had said on record that he supported uh, reducing the penalties for possession. He has said on record that no one should be in jail for a small amount of, of marijuana. And so whenever we first got that news, we're like, you know, I mean. Oppositional defiance of Biden, I'm sure, is probably back. To, but he's <laughs> on the yes. record said these things, right? So, yeah. but you know,
2: <laughs> I don't think it's so much oppositional defiance either, though. I think right now, look at their present leader. That's the who is oppositional defiance, right? I mean, the- I think
1: it's basically like they don't want to give Biden any kind of win was how right. I looked at it and he and, and don't want to be in agreement with him in any way and instead of saying you know wow this is something that yeah. I said in the past Wait, wait for you to finally get on board Biden like flip oh, it on that would him be great. And then he's like no I don't know no, no we <laughs> that like, what?
0: What? we will continue to keep that a uh, class three felony and we'll continue to ruin people's lives when we find out that they're doing something that's politically
2: expedient for me
1: yeah
2: I never thought anybody in a wheelchair could be an asshole. I mean, then then, then there's Abbott. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, what about this Kentucky governor?
0: And so hey, he's dude. actively considering marijuana pardons after nice. Biden's federal action, and he is urging people to apply for relief, also out of the marijuana moment. Uh, governor of Kentucky said on Thursday, actively considering it. Do we have a tweet from him? Oh, he actually put out a YouTube in a, in a town hall he did there. Neat. That's Governor Andy Bashir. Uh, in Kentucky. And so he's guys
2: Yep. We will take well, I mean, a very I mean, close look. was
1: working to try to promote some of the good bills that were coming forward and that had kind of gotten captured in some Republican, you know, clause. <laughs> so I'm listen, I think that across the board, governors, despite whatever your political party may be, can agree that, in 90% of the states, at least there's medical cannabis use. And so the idea that people should at least be able to apply for these pardons and get them, I mean, at least let people apply and yeah. have it evaluated on the merits, right? I think that, the, you know, the collateral consequences that many people live with I'm in Texas, 180, day, 180 days in jail max, a max wow. $2,000 fine, you lose your driver's license for 180 days as well good luck
0: getting to your work then like now. <laughs> so like that's one of the reasons why people, they get arrested, they get into this trap, they start taking away their rights. They lose yeah. their jobs.
1: Yeah. yeah. The recidiv- well, recidivism. And then you can't apply for certain jobs afterwards. Yeah. And then you, uh, in Texas, like you can't get certain rental locations or rental help. You can't apply for certain grants for, you know, school. So, I mm-hmm. mean, it really.
2: You're a third. Limits not, limits. Not, what if is, I'm what is it? Third class citizen.
0: But like a guy like me trying to go to a Texas, why would I move there? Uh, am I allowed to grow my five plants in my house in Texas? No, I'm not going to Texas anytime soon. Unless <laughs> like, you're going to tell me I got to quit growing weed, man. Eh, it That's doesn't a- sound like a state to me, you know. Uh, so you like Florida, surprise, people
1: from California coming here though, I mean, <laughs> I'm not like mad or anything, but I'm just saying that is a fact. Most people coming to Texas right now are from California, y'all
2: what well, you eat taxes <laughs> fixing the law itself would just help every citizen though like that's the thing like this is not a and, and then it's, it's just what, what do you call it like when you're using something in an argument like it's the, a bartering tool it's, it's not it's just people's lives and 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 the future right like it's ridiculous that you guys are still stuck in 1930, unfortunately, you know? And
1: there's other states stuck here with us, too. I mean, yeah. and I'll remind y'all that there are a few states that don't have medical either. Like, we have, I mean, granted, our medical program could use a lot of improvement. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's yep. a lot of states or a few states that still don't have anything.
0: There they are. True and story. so like, I, I got to do this presentation for uh, continuing legal education, I get extra credit for it. And some of it's my, uh, my, my ethics credit. So it's like really gold for mm. lawyers that are tuning in, but here are the states. And so like, I have to do the the federalism principles. And so here's the 19 plus DC or adult use. Uh, there's 18 states that have uh, medical marijuana and then there's seven states that have CBD oil, oil only medical cannabis. Texas is in there. Mm-hmm. And then there are six states where it is still completely fully illegal. The uh, rotten six, I guess we can call them. That's Idaho, Kansas, North Carolina, Nebraska, South Carolina, and Wyoming. Um, completely illegal
2: in those states. Yeah. What about the, what, what people are doing now, the workaround? You should do a whole uh, topic on just the uh, turning the, the hemp Delta 8 a- into Delta Nine, right? Like well, people-
0: I, I don't want to get the channel deleted. To be honest, <laughs> like say? we just got out of having an active strike, and so now we can be a little bit more bold with what
2: we we say. It's not like very. Right. It's 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 the truth. It's actual shit that's going on, right? Well, it's not like
1: you are doing actually is taking CBD and putting it through an isomerization process, which turns it into Delta Eight. Uh, tetrahydrocannabinol at which point it is very akin to delta 9 and therefore when you combust it you can have the same euphoric kind of consequences um texas does have a robust you know market here for it and mm-hmm. we actually have some pretty good regulations on testing i mean still you need to watch out for those unauthentic coas etc yeah. but um i mean it's something that listen People are creative. They want access to THC, okay? Yeah, seriously. You know. they want. They're finding a way around it. And yeah. if you want to make sure that it's out of the hands of people under the age of 21, we need to have a regulated adult use market. Because yes. as of right now, anyone over you the age that. of Can get any Delta 8 products. And personally, I think when you're an adult, you're an adult, so whatever. But they've changed the smoking age to 21. So that's in line with everything in our state, is saying you have to be 21 to use these products.
2: You know. So we're not asking for like the world, right? We're just asking for adults to have an option or a chance to either one, uh, have a wellness option slash recreational option, or two, to try and grow the goddamn thing, because growing weeds not hard, but growing good weed is. You know? <laughs> and also, weed. I'll let
1: you know. You know, I know that technically we're. I don't know if we're technically CBD oil anymore because we bumped mm. up to one percent here in Texas, oh. but that is by volume. So they have been able to come up with high THC formula, formulations, like you can get twenty five milligram gummies and stuff like that. No, um, cool. Now it's not affordable. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. But it is, it's 20 past the hour, which means that it's 420 somewhere. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. And that 420 somewhere break was brought to you by Collateral Base. Wow, it's a picture of me on the website. It's like I own the company. So if you want to work with us, you can go there and then click on the let's go button. And that'll take you to our uh, outside general counsel page where you can become a client. So uh, you know, hopefully if you guys do have a cannabis company and you need something, that's how we can work together. Uh, anyway, you know, it, it appears that uh, Texas is full of that, uh, that weight loophole that the whole country is full of. But they've amped it and they've gone to 1%. And I've heard some rumors from the next farm bill, 2023, by the way, Hmm. uh, where they may raise the the percentage of the permissible Delta 9 THC in hemp. I
1: mean, because it's so it's so ridiculous. Point three was an arbitrary number when they originally made it. You know what In I the mean? Like, and the, yeah. of the machines can be greater than that, right? So, I mean, to me, making it one percent or five percent and under is completely reasonable. It's complete because otherwise, you're seeing a lot of farmers having to destroy their their product. Yeah. Um,
2: because uh, just it sat in the
0: sun for too long, and now it's point four. You know, <laughs> be or whatever. Yeah. And I'm also seeing very bold farmers saying that they have that good THCA flower. I'm like, mm. you keep that flower out of the sun. You know, you keep that flower.
2: You, you, you be very careful with that THCA flower. Yeah. How do you guys think that legalization, say, descheduling, like, say, say that happens, right? Because Biden issued the three directives, and one is the Justice Department, the other is the Health Department, right? Like, so, descheduling happens. How do you guys think that, because, like, this barrier, 3%, it's just a bullshit barrier, right? It's a plants right. like, issuing... I I mean,
1: uh, it should be a little bit kind of like alcohol. You've got wine and or, you, or yeah. beer, which is, like, low... Alcohol level, you've got wine, which is mids, you've got some liqueurs, you know, and then you start getting into the harder alcohol, and then you've got like Everclear, right? Yeah, and
0: then you have Everclear. <laughs> at, at the, at which you're allowed to go. I can go buy a case of that, Everclear. And then uh the funny thing is I love when I'm walking through the grocery store and I see something that makes me laugh. And I saw it once. They had Everclear in the alcohol section because it's alcohol. On the lowest level possible. So like a toddler walking by can just grab the bottle of Everclear. But then if I go try to buy cannabis in Illinois, I got to show my ID nine different times and I get shuttled out (laughs) like I'm a cattle that's going to the the abattoir. You know, uh, it's just so shockingly glaring the disparate treatment of chemicals, especially when considering you when you like look at it factually and you're like, wait, alcohol can do all of these things. yeah, And we does these other things. Why are we regulating it like this? Well, I mean,
1: I think the idea of also for people to keep in their heads that there are some... Strains that are going to be like a lighter effect and some of them are going to be a lot heavier and you have to really be thoughtful about that. And so like I like to really talk about like start low and go slow if this is yeah. your first time. You know, people have can have negative experiences if they use oh, yeah. too much all at once. And, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you can't overdose on marijuana. Let me be clear. You cannot overdose and die, but you sure can take too much and be real, yes. real uncomfortable. Okay? Mm-hmm so
2: a bad experience is a bad experience right like it's not like uh sure but it yeah. also shows that marijuana unlike alcohol is self-titrating
0: where you're like mm-hmm. no no no, i'm good <laughs> As to, come on one more all right one more you know uh alcohol you could be talked into that last one oops i shouldn't have had that with weed you'd have that last hit you might just be in a very uncomfortable place and Mostly. it's much shorter in duration mm-hmm. and yeah. it's also much less bad for your internal organs than uh, mm-hmm. the alternative but, but like we do it. Oh, stock news. All right, Pot stocks. It was it was an interesting pot stock news. It was uh, an example kind of of like the meme stocks. I think. Okay. That was uh, international news. I meant to hit the pot stock one.
2: <laughs> and then the
0: pot stock one is where is the pot stock one?
2: Let me see if I can it. So
0: anyway, uh, the claim that Nancy Pelosi bought a whole bunch of cannabis stocks in the days before the federal marijuana pardons turned out to be BS. Uh, There was some viral posts going around uh, that evidently Nancy Pelosi bought 10,000 shares of dollar sign uh, ticker symbol weed Mm. stock four days before it exploded higher. Uh, and then she would have made an $80 million investment into a $120 million investment. That's because pot stocks on the day that Biden made this announcement rallied over 30%. But it was just a lie. I, I like how like, we live in a world now where they will politicize the issue because they know that Nancy Pelosi is like, you know, a... a lightning rod or something seriously going to engender people's responses and be like oh i hate her or, oh you don't yeah you don't say those bad things about her so that they, they use that uh, and then they make up a lie maybe to even sell and to move the price of this stock dollar sign weed because it might only be trading for like 80 cents you know sure well now it's what they went back down right
2: they're all everything, everything leveled out down. yeah so yeah. yeah i saw i heard a, a, a funny thing did you guys watch Saturday night live last night uh, they talked about uh, how Pelosi said she was going to punch Trump and knows to go to jail, and then uh, Michael Che's like, "Yeah, she'd be happy in jail because she has a uh, fucking stocks in private prisons." <laughs> it's Like, so sad. Yeah, that is sad. But, you but know? no, but if legalization happened though, what do you think? Like with hemp, like since if you don't have that three percent barrier, you don't have to burn your bad stock, right? If you're just trying to grow well, rope uh, and okay, t-shirts, the
1: thing is that like people who are growing for an industrial purpose are growing very differently than people who are used growing for human consumption. So you're not yeah. going to use mm-hmm. human consumption cannabis to make clothes and rope, but that nope. human uh, consumption cannabis, you can use for a bunch of different things. And instead of having to destroy it, it could be, you know, that the, you, that small amount of THC could still be extracted and you can still use like the CBD for some, I mean, there people will come up with a way to use it. And yeah. this you have more product because you can always concentrate or dilute whatever you have using science.
2: Right. Well, oh, regulation—that's why it's important too. If you can just say, "Okay, it's labeling is the regulation," like that's always the important. And one. I think
1: it's also really important when we're talking about um, descheduling is that we we really want to push for descheduling rather than rescheduling at normal. Mm. <clears throat> rescheduling would lock it into a purely kind of medical uh, position, and still would cause problems for those that have the legal markets in their state. Okay. We think that while it is important that medical studies continue and medical access is available full descheduling of the cannabis plant much like you know how alcohol or nicotine is is treated is the best way to go
0: yep i agree with that but then mm. um that's not going to allow uh news like this one or news in my state and so like connecticut's fairly similar to illinois at least in the terms of it's a limited cannabis license market Mm -hmm. and so uh, there's a lawsuit out of the cannabis social equity licenses that uh, were issued to approximately i don't know like 30 percent or something of the 41 that applied i want to say uh like 17 of them got a license, but many of them didn't. So all the ones that didn't get a license sued to say they should be able to correct their application to then get this license. And so if you deschedule the plant as opposed to reschedule the plant, these phony baloney uh, fictional value of licenses evaporates. It'd be like, how much is a hemp license worth? Well, do you have a buyer who's growing it? What's your yield? Like what's your cash flows? We can start valuing that. But it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, your asset doesn't include the license because anybody can really get that. It's what you can do with it. Uh, in, in limited license states, the assets do very often include the license and then they can keep the price artificially high. So if it's just descheduled chaos, the whole world's Oklahoma now. And especially well, I mean, without look the what happened
1: when him was descheduled. Everybody's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're going
0: to make all this money.
1: Yeah. You know who and made I mean, all their money? The, the guy the selling dilution. your teeth.
0: Yeah, that's it. When you
1: look at the dilution of those hemp products, you know, yeah, you can get THC from a lot of places now. So, I mean, it's one of those things where if you're trying to make it where only big companies can monopolize the situation, that's problematic. It doesn't allow for mom and pop stores, boutique stores, kind of like, you know, you see your local brew house or like whatever, you know, it doesn't allow for that. And I think another thing is allowing for home cultivation because a not everyone can afford to purchase everything. Right. And B, there is therapeutic value in gardening that can help people. And so, you know, yeah. I
2: like that. well, and also people that do garden are good at it. Make extra and like you know, give it away to like other patients and stuff or consumers. We got people in the chat talking about how Kentucky is about 1200 a pound, and someone else was saying somewhere, uh, uh, where is that here? Uh, they're paying 300 or no, that's QP or uh, 300 Michigan. Well, or something. Yeah, but the, I, I got
0: somebody who's got licenses in the Oklahoma market and they said it's approximately a thousand to 1100 for indoor. High I still high. For, for a pound. No, that's wholesale, I mean, that's nothing you might only have been able to grow that for like $700, $800. And so the spread on that, that margin is really thin at 1000 a pound for premium indoor. And then greenhouse was down to like 600 700 which is also not a great spread. Um,
2: but so you guys are still going to grow. You should do it outdoor, right? Yeah, but you guys are still kind of like that price point, right? With California and Oregon who are $300 pounds of like quality cannabis. You know, the market still has to become a platitude of like, that's why it's kind of like a regulation is good. Because you're paying twelve hundred, so I, I, the reason why I was bringing it up because in Kentucky, they're twelve hundred pounds, like old school uh, prohibition. At least for me here, in Washington State was worth it, right? Because you're paying not taxes, but you're you're, you're the, the the danger involved, right? Like someone, you know, That's the markup or whatever. That's the price point.
1: The but convenience fee.
2: Yeah, convenience I just, fee. for twelve hundred or something online with a credit card. That was convenient.
0: <laughs> but, I understand but in a reg- where they got the fee. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it seems the regulated markets, once they finally start, you're able to farm without going to jail or risk, it seems the prices do go down because now you learn what's needed to, 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 to create that thing, right? Like you guys. Got- still, well, there's I,
1: competition and people can yes. choose where they're going to go to. And so you have to have the best bud at the best price. And right. so that's, what's great about competition. It's great for the consumers Um, The only thing I will say is, you know, making sure that those, you know, have good testing and don't let Mm. fraudulent, you know, products into the marketplace. I think that's really important because you want to know what you're getting.
0: Well, Well, we got a great story kind of on this. And so this was a little unexpected news. Market Watch is reporting that the Kansas City Fed said cannabis boosted economic activity in the 10th Federal Reserve District. You may now be asking yourself, well, what does that mean? Where is the 10th Federal Reserve District for Kansas City? Well, that goes to our next one. Uh, The 10th District includes Oklahoma, the most open and notorious cannabis market in the United States. Plus, it also includes fairly open Colorado, uh, wide open and recently open New Mexico Mm. and uh, less regulated than Illinois, like a limited market state. But open uh, limited markets so you can acquire a license for a reasonable price point. Uh, Missouri, at least a portion of it. And they are saying that this is boosting uh, economic activity because, uh, and it's creating jobs, generating tax revenue, uh, increasing commercial real estate demand. So people very often, you're going to get a license, you're going to get a zoning meeting that you have to go to. And one of the questions is always going to be like, what are you doing about the smell? And the other one is, what's this going to do to my property values? Yeah. So now you have data from one of the largest Federal Reserve banks saying good things. It's winning. Good yeah. things will happen, but that's that's the Oklahoma market. I, I wish that uh, all the other states would look at it and say we shouldn't make it, you know, um, OPEC. You know, you should make it more like uh, American entrepreneurialism, where anybody can get a license. Oh, yeah. who's qualified? That's you know, done the application and paid their dues and then they can go into business. And that license in and of itself is not going to be something that they can broker for millions of dollars.
2: Well, the license is like your requirements to enter the market, right? That, that, that But that, that's just regulation down the road, right? Because there's things you're going to have to meet to get in any of these stores and shit like that. Like, it's not like I can make cupcakes in my house and, and, and go to uh, Fred Meyer, Ralph's, wherever you go to and say, Hey, can you try Miguel's Cupcakes? I mean, I made them. You
1: could take Miguel's Cupcakes to the farmer's market, in theory, yeah. in Texas.
2: Oh, well, yeah, and totally. And then many other states
0: have... It's called the Cottage Industry Act. And so there's a, these little laws that get passed for on a state-to-state basis to allow for uh, small businesses, to, for if like food-based, to actually start in the home and then maybe sell them at the farmer's market or the local markets that are in your community. And then the next step would be... And then they can get a brick-and-mortar store. So they can kind of like... Uh, bootstrapped themselves from a very small home-based business all the way up to being uh, MomCo on Futurama, mm-hmm. that huge global conglomerate.
1: Well, I uh, you- just dropped in our private chat, if you want to share it with um, the people watching, there is um, some nice. analysis that Normal recently did on the um, home value increases as well. Oh. So not oh, just... Uh, real estate uh, for business, but also in general, you know, what is happening? What are we seeing um, in states that have legalized? And it has positively impacted the home values in those areas.
2: I go yep. on and say safer neighborhoods too, right? Because your property values are going up. Then you got more money to invest in a local community, whatever that is, law enforcement or whatever, schools. Yep. <laughs> and
0: we will drop this in the comments. And then I just did. And then I'll also drop it after the show. And tag it so that uh, many people who watch the program, they may have to go before a zoning uh, board one day and they may have to say, you know, well, normal did a study where they looked at all the property values and then you could cite it and you can provide this to your local zoning and educate them. And then they are going to be way less likely to deny it unless, of course, it's politics for one, whatever reason,
2: politics over money for a lot of things. for some. <laughs> But so with the Kentucky thing or Kansas thing, how many other feds are there? Does every state have a fed? I don't understand much of the banking system when it comes to that kind of stuff.
1: There's right? like a couple. I don't know a ton, but there are, you yeah. know, a certain number of districts across the country and they look at the financial debt data within those districts. And so since, as you know, he said, it has kind of the most active and maybe long term, you know, markets, I think mm. it shows, um very clearly what happens but you know i will say we don't really know what happens when you're like the last one on the bus you know like you're not gonna have the same breakout success uh that colorado had and i think it's also important that you know we've been talking a lot about like the price and this that and the other that i understand that Legalization and re- retail cannabis is a revenue stream for many states. I absolutely disagree with medical cannabis ever being taxed. Medicine shouldn't be taxed, but I understand that it's a, it's a revenue stream, but we see that in states that have unreasonably high taxes, a lot of people will divert back to the illicit market because it's more affordable. And so if we want to make sure that we really are staying and promoting that regulated market where you know that people are being ID'd, and we're ensuring that you know kids aren't getting a hold of it. That we need yeah. to keep taxes reasonable. It's not Correct. we don't need to treat it like a total cash cow. Yet cash cow. Yes, it's a revenue stream, but you know, forty percent taxes—that's a lot of taxes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this know? is a fifty-dollar vape. Now, I bought this vape in Chicago. It's only a third of a gram. It's disposable. I have to throw it out when it's done. It was already charged, so very wasteful. It was $35 before tax and $50 out the door. It's a third of a gram.
2: Yeah. And that's not uh, feasible for a patient, right? Like for them to have like one well, of I mean, those. Well,
1: patients who have money, maybe it's feasible. But if you ain't rich.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's most of us though.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, like, let's say maybe you're mid-income, but you're a single person. Maybe you yeah. can afford it. But if you're mid-income and you're a single parent with three kids, you're, you're probably not going to be able to afford it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I tell you, it, it's something else. But uh, it's just the way that each state wants to do it in their own little way. And I think that the industry is robust enough to really be <clears throat> like a beer, a local thing that you can have local flavors and local breweries, but then the vast majority will probably be sold at
2: Walmart one day. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that might take 20 years. That, isn't that kind of a culture thing too, right? Because then the culture is going to be kind of dissipating to this like weird like, like craft beer, right? I got to know my local breweries. I drink my local beers and, and sometimes they're more expensive depending on what's going on. But, you know, I'm just not really, my my palate likes the a, a good beer, which I, I or considers that a good beer. So I like the same for weed, you know, you're going to have Walmart weed, I think eventually, or Marlboro. But, you know, I, at that point, I think it's still, hopefully no one's in jail, right? Hopefully this power... Uh, Being able to incarcerate someone for trying to just grow something in their backyard to last a a little bit for, you know, their own uh, use is ridiculous. And and, and I think at that point, when you have that Walmart weed, you know, hopefully we're at the level where nobody's going to jail. It's not, it's not a priority for for police to to fuck with you.
1: Well, here's the deal. Is that like, while I agree with you that I want it to be readily available, well-tested and affordable, like, has Walmart been fighting the war against, uh, you know, prohibition on marijuana? No, yeah. you haven't. So I also <laughs> want to see the people who have been doing the work, being able to reap some of the rewards, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, when I see biz- big businesses swoop in and just steal up a whole market, and now there's like absolutely no way that these activists can even have a cottage industry type situation. That's frustrating. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I get that it's business, but it's also really unfair because boots on the ground doing this for, you know, years and years versus like, I happen to have a lot of money and I've been advised this is a good idea, so I'm just going to do it.
2: It's very American, though. Like here in Washington State, you know, we've had activists for years trying to legalize it until this weird out-of-state money came in with petitioning, right? Because the parliamentary procedure as far as like getting a rule done or, getting awareness done, it's very hard because you pay petitioners. You pay people to go hang out in safe ways and and, and whatever convenience where people are at, Mm -hmm. you know, concerts to collect signatures for initiatives or whatever thing your state does. it it, stalls your industry. I mean, like in Illinois, we're so stalled. We have one craft
0: grower that's open over a year after they got the license. Many of them are still scrambling to find capital because there's only those 88 currently licenses. That's it, just these 88. And then you have to kind of start at five thousand square foot of canopy, and if you're going to build that indoor, it's quite expensive. It's in uh, it's less than ten million, but it could be more than five. Uh, And as a result of that, it costs all this money even after you get this limited license. Plus, they were using all this social equity uh, aspects of it. So many of the people who get the licenses actually have no capital, and so the only way they're going to get the capital is give up control of the licenses, and they don't want to do that. Uh, And so it just creates all these. These problems that if this was like uh, social equity in New Mexico, where you, every applicant must have a plan to address it, to, to open up their doors so that uh, people that have been injured by the war on drugs can be either an owner because anybody can get a license, A, or they can uh, you know be an employee and they'd be welcomed and then also give back some of the revenue to help ameliorate the uh, issues that were caused in that, that particular ch- community in which you operate but everybody can get a license. And so you don't necessarily need to go ahead and start at 5 million bucks. You might be able to get operational for a couple hundred thousand dollars. You know, uh, why are they doing it so disparate depending on whatever state you look at? Like, why is it so rigged when I look at Georgia and Illinois and so open when I look at New Jersey and New Mexico or, or or Michigan or to a certain
1: extent Colorado. Look at the medical cannabis licensing here in Texas. There's three licensees. One of them, one of them doesn't even like provide medicine to people. I don't think. What? Um, And the other two are functioning and one of them is owned by a a Texas person, but the other one is out of state Um, and it costs $500,000 every two years for their license.
2: And do, they, do they do any champion for the as far as like with normal working with you guys or anything? You like know,
1: that? I have some good relationships with the people there. You know, they want to see the program improve too, they want to mm-hmm. see more patients and more conditions included too. You know, like yeah. we may disagree on opening up licensure <laughs> like, more open perhaps, but we agree on a lot of things. And okay. so, yes, they have been supportive um, in many different ways. And I'm very thankful for that. You know, like I, yeah. I don't know how it is in other States, but here we do have that. And they the idea of licensing that is, you know, potentially the one issue that we have, but they want to see that THC cap removed. They want to see a robust patient list. In fact, supporting doctor recommendation rather than an actual list of qualifying condition.
2: Hmm. Right. You know, Tom always points out like, you know, how, you know, we're going to have these MSOs no matter what. Right. But like, I think part of the reason why they are, they'll still be strong until federally, legal, because that's what he talks about. Like, that'll be the collapse of these big MSOs because they're worked as fiefdoms. Right. We have 50 uh, monopolies in America right now. Right. Because each state has their own rules and, and laws and hurdles for just someone to get into the game. Uh, uh, you know, here in Washington, that I saw early, like I'm going through a bunch of stuff that I have, like in the, uh, uh, like the, the basement, you know, as you clean uh, your, your daily cleaning days. And I found this uh, uh, when I first got my first script uh, in Washington State. All you need to do is get an, uh, 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 a holistic caregiver to give you a, a license saying you had like uh, anxiety or bad back. And, you know, I have it all. I had it and I have my military records like this thick. So I just bring it in ask you some questions to legitimize the process and then they, they give you a took my picture and put it on r&d but this picture wasn't uh uh, uh we call it a uh, uh, accepted everywhere there was no regulation like that going on in washington state when it came to like how we're going to create the uh they they created the patients you just can't how are you going to create the stores now and the, and the collectives and things like that but like i was given like that a printout of my rights as a patient and and these, I didn't realize these are all coupons for like markets that were around the time. Like, like oh, no, we're not allowed to have coupon. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's the kind of shit that happens, right? Like these fuckers saw like people were making money and doing legit processes and, 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 and being businesses. Respectful business. Everybody was trying to p- figure out how to save tax money. Like, they, who do you give it to? They didn't know who to give it to or how to give their cannabis tax or how much to tax on top of it because there was no rule for it. Until the rule happened, and then that killed everybody, because you got to know the rules and be a part of the uh, the process. See, the, the well, there's make... a lot of
1: people that did that with hemp here in Texas. They're like, "Oh, right. hemp's legal. I can do what I want. I'm going to do this, that, and the other." And then, like, the rules came out. No, like, they their business mm-hmm. they created was mm. like not at all compliant.
2: Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, you're yeah, in like the wrong zone. You know <laughs>
0: Uh, hemp is just—it's—it's uh, it's, uh, very much the wild west, uh, and so anyway, we do have some name that strain that we can play. It's about uh, three quarter past the hour, so let's uh, let's do some name that strain. Oh, let's see. Now. Jackson
2: scratch and sniff. Oh, hey, now I scratch
0: and sniff. There is the strain. <laughs> Uh, now, it, it, some of our watchers and our viewers, and Miggy is going to be sampling this strain, I'm sure, uh, they're quite good at, at just naming strains. You know, like Chad is one of these guys that's just ridiculous. Jedi. At it. Um And so this one is, uh, it's got two names. Uh, one of them looks like it's Japanese, but uh, the other one is a uh, Ted Nugent song. So I, I was like, really? Like that, that crappy Ted Nugent song? And so I probably would not just just because of my bias against Ted Nugent uh, by this strain. Um, anyway, it's got uh, some really <laughs> interesting parents. Uh, Romulan crossed with Blackberry Kush and Bay 11. So that's the, uh, the clue frosty. for what this name, that strain is. Yeah, very frosty. Uh, well-trimmed. Looks like it was indoor. Uh, it doesn't have any real exposure to elements on it or, or much color, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh, is that
0: it? It's not Cat Scratch Fever. Okay. A different... A different Ted Nugent song. but That's the only uh, one I know.
2: I know.
0: <laughs> I know, too. The other one. The other one besides...
1: I know, <laughs> I'm like, should I Google
2: it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. it's no, I Romulan
0: crossed with Blackberry, oh, Kush, and Bay 11.
2: Oh, it was uh, also in Hot Tub Time Machine.
0: There there it is. There All you right. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it's Cloud 99's got it. Great white buffalo. And so this is what we're looking at, not the great white, just white buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also known as Tatanaka. It's a sativa marijuana strain made by Crossing Romulan with Blackberry Cush and Day 11. It has a blast of effects that are uplifting, active in your fork, uh, cherished and rarity to hard to find in Morse dispensaries, probably because it's named after a Ted Nugent song. The flavor of white buffalo is sweet and sour. Grower says the buds are covered with snowy white coating uh, and crystal y and that's probably also where it gets its name. I don't think it was um, actually a Ted
2: Nugent song. I could be wrong, though. It looks so sticky. Look good, yeah. Look good. Oh, so we got some international news. You got that? We do in have thing?
0: international news. This international news is um, uh, a little upsetting, to a certain extent, I'm going to take the, um, the the comment off. But this one's out of the Philippines. In the Philippines, their Department of Justice's chief son was arrested with P1 million, and so that just basically means Philippine dollars. One million of Philippine dollars worth. Of marijuana. This was reported off of the Inquirer Net, the Philippines Daily Inquirer.
2: I'd um, be so scared for my kid, dude.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. In the Philippines.
1: And I mean, <laughs> don't be like, well, he gets what he gets.
2: Seriously, though. Oh, nope. no, here's here, here's here's
0: the official statement. Uh, first off, the dad thanked the PDEA, that is the Philippines department of our drug enforcement agency so the philippines kind of for you know obvious reasons we did pretty much colonize them for many years i believe uh they exported many of our laws and also many of our um legal structure it seems like for the department of justice this was the uh, was it their attorney general uh, Right to the Justice yeah, yeah. Secretary Jesus Crispin, and so uh, Justice Secretary, and so he's the lead of the Department of Justice, and that's what he said uh, for his 38-year-old son. Uh, we all know about unconditional love, but at 38 years old, he will have to face his predicament as a fully emancipated child. I have to abide the oath I took when I assumed this position. He said in a statement, Did he call the a
1: 38-year-old um, a fully emancipated
0: child." <laughs> I know, right? He called a 38-year-old an emancipated <laughs> child. That is the senior member of the Department of Justice for the Philippines. You
2: know, and Secretary well, Jesus Crispin. They're killing people out there. I mean, you 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 literally got to be
1: like, "Hey, my son might <laughs> get murdered."
2: Yeah.
0: Hey,
2: this, this and, is and the worst
0: he says i respect the justice system and I, res- uh, and I wish my son a path to redemption which may be that like he's going to get killed i'm not sure uh the chief justice said it was a very difficult time for him and his family but this is nothing compared to what so many filipinos are going through yeah because like they, they live it under a murderous regime i mean like serious, how there. much worse is it for these other filipinos Gemini.
2: fuck i mean and, and the kid lives i you know if he wasn't of somebody in power you know most likely it would be dead because yeah, they, they should they have what what is it, like uh they can just shoot on sight like that's wow that's so sad <laughs> hey yep. so this, also, yep.
1: like could i have a new dad that's what i would be yeah. thinking well
2: okay. i'd be you're done i mean there's no justice there right there's no real process and even and if there is like you got caught with a million dollars of weed whatever like i Always accepted the consequences of weed that I've been with, like the. That, that's why I've always been trying to fight for like safe access, right? Like, and stop putting people in jail. There's just fundamental shit to live your life that you need, and uh, uh, you're done at that point. That that guy, you're so effed, Dude, There's no, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, it, it's yeah, nine hundred and thirty-seven
0: grams of Kush. That's that's what he got caught with. So he got caught with
2: approximately two pounds. You just wow. lose your life over weed. It's little so crazy. Like, that would be a thing. And then there's right. the, the the fact that America has still people in prison, right? Like, again, that simple possession stuff. Like, who... I really do hope they have a plan, and I really hope they fucking act upon it. And st- We start hearing names of people who are like, oh, thank God I'm out, right? Like, when I ask Glor, I text him. People in prison do have uh access to phones and, and messaging and shit. And I was like, hey, I hope this makes its way to you. And he's like, so do I. You know I mean? After... Uh, see i've been in my job for six years now and so he's been locked up for six years and uh you know six of a ten years i just uh uh, damn like you know other people that we've had in the show they've lost their kids while they're locked up you know there's time we don't get time back you know jack you're saying how like the msos and shit like that but you know for me it's just about taking this power away because i was thinking the other day like i'm trying to like write shit again and uh you know, since I've been doing this, I've been doing this over half my life now. Just fucking blah blah blah, and about like, hey, help, you know, stop this bad law. And uh, uh, I've met a lot of people who not here no more, you know. And I'm almost fifty, and I'm like, Jesus, I might not be here. Like, to, to, to have mentally a capacity, that I won't see federal legalization, blows my mind. And it just mm-hmm. and then these other people who are behind bars and just their time is behind bars. That's it, you know. Like I'm fortunate enough to be able to blah 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 with you guys, but. Uh, you know, it's important that we get this shit done. Like hopefully the, the department is looking hard at this, the HSC or whoever, the department of health as well, you know, all the shit addressed, we get real change. And that's why everybody's got to vote Democrat too. And then it's <laughs> coming up November, I'm just I saying, mean, man. Fucking democracy's <laughs> <heck. laughs> uh,
0: Well, uh, I get it, I get it. But then, like, um, uh, Oklahoma is a very Republican state. You know, Missouri's fairly Republican. Arkansas, South Dakota, North Dakota. What is Republican but anymore? You, you is, have to, you have to not hard. politicize <laughs> legalization.
1: Yeah, really? it is bipartisan. This is about health and safety. Right. This isn't about political party. Now, we can say very clearly that certain political parties have supported it more than other political parties. True. But if we don't allow this space for people to be able to turn around on the issue and change their minds, then they're just going to be little T-Rexes in the corner fighting with their little short arms. Okay? But I think not those, gonna,
2: no, party. I get that. But those people, I think, are the same people who don't believe the, the election was fair, right? These are people who you're not going to be able to, like, convince, like, but there's normal people. People who actually understand and, and and respect like when they talk about like the letter of the law and like how you want to I'm change saying, it. a lot
1: of those normal people might identify as Republicans. But the oh, fact yeah. of the matter is, is if we want to talk about voting and you want to know where your legislators stand on the issue, you can go to uh, vote.normal.org, you put in your zip code. And it will pop up all the candidates for your area. And we've rated um, and graded many of them. You'll be able to find if there's any quotes, any history of their votes that you want to look at, um, any uh, media that we've been able to find on them. And so Mm. I think that it's really important that you know how to vote. Because, you know, like you might be faced like in Texas, there's a lot of counties where the only person running is a Republican.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that everybody's like, like, but see, I, I think that's the other thing, too, is there's a lot of this Republican Party. Who who abide by politics like religion, and it's not right. It's about the this chess game of like putting people in the Congress and Senate so they can get shit approved, right? Like, you know, Biden's leadership in the past. Like, I used to not give a f about the president. I used to think it was the dumbest. Like, like I think these are like were the queens and, and kings, like heads of state. You know, just just little like check marks that we don't care about, right? Little meat puppets. But leadership does matter, and what this leadership has done, I think, has done some stuff that. You know, the more uh, Dems are happening, the more stuff happens that's in my favor as far as someone who makes less than two hundred thousand dollars. You know, I'm just, you know, the working person. Right. Like it's, it's just funny to me that these Republicans convince working people that they're for their agenda, whereas there's no real plan for anybody under. But legalization, you know, Biden made steps. And then if we get more people then the Roe versus Wade thing, it's like, you know, they're, they're like, oh, I mean, I know there's good people called Republicans, but you, you guys got tainted. You know, there's, there's a lot of stupid. Did you you see the story
0: out of Alabama this week? Oh my God. Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, who do you think's behind stories like this? Pregnant woman held for months in one Alabama jail to protect fetus is, so maybe she was pregnant with twins from drugs. Um, and so this story is ridiculous where she was arrested, uh, with a small police arrested her on May 25th with a small amount of marijuana and a pistol without a permit to carry. Uh, and that would have been fine, but she was pregnant because she found out a couple days before. And as such, she was then in legal limbo for three months. This was just which is ridiculous. Yeah. Rehab and $10,000 in cash and several pregnant women and moms accused of exposing their fetuses to drugs have been held for weeks inside the Etowah County detention center. I believe that's Etowah County in Alabama, one of the best counties there are. Obviously,
2: that's what prohibition enables, and not just prohibition, but also the prohibition of uh, a woman's rights. Right, taking that ability away to like, you know, make your choice and how you can live your treat your body, (laughs) your your endocannabinoid system. Right, she wasn't drinking alcohol, she wasn't chasing. Uh, 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 you know, you got an endocannabinoid system. Mother's milk produces it. And I like she's
1: literally known for days, you guys.
2: Yeah, like, days. Yeah,
1: days. Like it's not like I am seven months pregnant. And
2: oh my god, that, yeah, you right. know. <laughs> and right. also forcing her to be like accepting this is your because what if like she wanted to like what if what the sort the 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 circumstances that led to that maybe were like not like good and she's like I need to like stop this right now. But now you're being forced to, like, go through these circumstances because of that freaking law. Uh, bl- bl- That's bl- right. <laughs> but then, like, well, it, I don't,
0: I mean, it's just ridiculous. These types of laws, though, are everywhere when it comes to using substances. And then they, they, they yeah. use cannabis to, to interject family squabbles. And so then, you know, they'll use it with the kids where it's like, oh, well, that person's using weed let's tell the DCFS or whatever department to, to the family and children, uh, oh that they're using drugs. And then they'll use that to try to separate or to try to get like a leg up in uh, custody battles when two uh, people are divorced and are feuding over it. Uh, I And that just is like the worst, like shocking, like, you know, that's actually a law in, in America for people. And, so so, yeah.
1: Laws have been around a long time and they have been used against you know, minorities and, and people of oh, color yeah. for decades upon decades. You know, when you look, there was a recent study that was like how many, uh, new moms were tested for cannabis, um, at the hospitals when their babies were born. Oh, yeah. And it was like predominantly black women who were on government assistance.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. So. But and those babies are fine though with cannabis. I
1: oh. mean, I'm just saying if you're going <laughs> to have something, they're using it as a tool. Yeah. To keep, you know, certain segments of our communities in in, in a bad cycle. And it's unacceptable.
2: 100%. But we're getting so much closer than we were, though. You know, I mean, that's why I live where I live. Honestly, I I moved to Seattle area because the DEA at the time said he wasn't going to prosecute people for weed. Like, I need that kind of reassurance, damn it. Because I smoke that much weed.
0: Mm. (laughs)
2: I'm able to grow my Best
1: life, man. That's
0: it. That's it. Well, let's see if this is going to come to uh, Pennsylvania, because we have a couple of stories now out of Pennsylvania, as that is a fairly high-profile Senate case between uh, Doctor Oz and John Fetterman. And so Fetterman's uh, been advocating for the legalization of marijuana. For a long time, and it's it's kind of annoying because in Pennsylvania they have a fairly limited license area of only a medical program, uh, and so Fetterman has, says that he had this great conversation with Biden just days before he made that um, uh, you know, announcement yeah. on. Gen, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, October sixth, but now Dr. Oz is uh, piling on. And he says that he also now supports marijuana pardons and opposes federal mandatory minimum. Prison sentences. Uh,
1: what poll I think did just... he see that changed his mind?
0: Right, that's what it is. Oh and so, like, yeah. what poll did he see to change his mind? Because they will come around to it when it's popular, mm-hmm. when they can get some votes on it, they'll say, "Oh yeah, I believe in that. Well, and I mean, always have."
1: It was yeah. very convenient that, if, like, a couple weeks before Biden's announcement, there was polling that showed that people were disappointed that the federal legislators weren't taking action—more action on marijuana policy.
2: Oh yeah. But and, and that's freaking good. What he what he just did, right? He probably yeah. saw that this camp saw that and was like, okay, let's do something that that. Because be good. you
1: know it's very tight session to get anything done federally before the lame duck and then the mm. midterms, right? Mm. And so mm. if you want to be able to give the Democrats a quote unquote win on this, if it might not be possible legislatively, then this is how you do it.
0: Mm. That's right. Well, you know, to wrap up the show, I got a little history article on it and uh Mickey may have already seen it so that's kind of prejudice him because I didn't know this and the people up? that are viewing it at home we can kind of play a little talk to the audience with them. Uh it says that we have like hundred and sixty six on right now. Hey uh where did bongs come from? So uh where do you, what country do you think they invented the bongs in the water pipe actually Asia
1: yes China.
0: Yeah like, yes it does appear that it is China, uh, or, or at least that aspect of Asia. And so we have uh, sources that are saying, uh, from the invention of the water pipe dates to China during the late Ming dynasty, which would have been in the 16th century, along with tobacco through Persia and the Silk Road. By the Qing dynasty, became the most popular method to smoke tobacco and became less popular uh, thereafter. So China uh, in the 16th century that's Very who we cool. have to thank for bongs. so when it says like you know you got your bong it says made in china that was the motherland of bongs so it's it's authentic that way Dude.
1: next time we'll be discovering who invented the gravity bong
2: yes oh, don't think <laughs> there's that an one, article I, I don't know it. that answer that's a good one yeah <laughs> Oh, i was saying I don't think there's uh an article or story here uh i got on my hands the northwest leaf uh, the free rag that it's all weed related like mostly ads because that's media but uh, they had a whole thing about like uh, uh, the history of like pipes and bongs, consumption, ways of consumption, and uh, a lot of that was like uh, Bobby Black is a very good resource when it comes to knowledge if you're into like cannabis history and shit. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. All right, well,
0: that's all the news that we had for the week. Uh, I wanted to thank Jax James for coming by. Yes. Uh, do you want to like give any any closing plugs for anything? Oh, yeah, wow. you
1: know, I spoke earlier about smoke the vote. It's our voters guide. It's at vote.normal.org. And I encourage everyone, you can just go right there, plug in your zip code, it'll pull up the legislators in your area and you can see any, like I mentioned, ratings, uh, voting record, quotes, all that kind of stuff. In a lot of states, Um, the deadline to register to vote either has happened or is about to happen. So if you haven't yet checked um, your voting registration, I encourage you to do that. And then, of course, early voting is going to be starting really quickly. And that is that is going to be really important that you make sure you find the time to go out. Um, And of course, then Election Day, I actually put out a blog, which I will send you the link to about how to prepare for the upcoming elections. And I think that that's an important one. I'll drop it here in the private chat so you can share it for everyone to have. Um, And then I did want to highlight the few states and localities that have some ballot initiatives. If you guys don't mind real quick.
2: No, of course course.
1: So Arkansas is working on issue number four. Maryland will be doing it's technically a referendum and that'll be question number four. Missouri has um, amendment number three. North Dakota is working on measure two and South Dakota is working on initiated measure number 27. Now, there are also several efforts in Colorado to overturn bans on retail cannabis stores in different municipalities, Colorado Springs, Cripple Creek and Lamar. Hmm. There's several efforts similar to that in Michigan, uh, Brighton, Lapeer and Potoski and then in Granite County as well. Now, those of you in Ohio, there's over two dozen municipalities that have depenalized in their area, <clears throat> and it looks like there will be about another six that will have it on the ballot coming up. Now, Rhode Island, we know in May, they recently went legal and each of um, the localities are going to be able to put ballot initiative measures forward to say, are we opting in or are we opting out of allowing retail cannabis? So it's going to be really important that people engage in Rhode Island. Yeah. And then here in Texas, even though we have to go through our legislature to change our laws, there are some places called home rule cities where they can pass some secondary legislation. And so there are five, Five cities in Texas that are hoping to follow what we've done here in Austin and pass a measure that depenalizes minor marijuana possession and also prohibits no-knock warrants. So that is at normal.org/election. But again, that blog post I just shared with you guys in the comments that's going to have the link to check your voter registration, find out where the polling places are, know when your early voting is happening. Um, so I just want to empower everybody to be the best voter at the ballot box that you can be. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, your vote matters, right? Like, show up, please. Early vote. Yeah. yeah. And yes. then consider
0: joining a member as a member because we update our uh, our credits at the end of the each month. And you'd be able to be on the credits. So I'm going to go do some SEO on this stuff. And, and I'm going to drop these links into the description because right now we're in a contraption. And so, uh, yeah. And then Chad, who's one of the guys that can just see a strain and be like, it's that. Uh, he reminds <laughs> you to go vote. And so, thank you so much for coming on the program, Jax. We really appreciate
1: it. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Check it back out,